Welcome to episode 31 of the first X Minutes podcast. It's 10 minutes of football talk. New episodes are available on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. I'm your host, Papi the Great. You find me on Twitter at Papi underscore the Great. That's at P A P I underscore the Great. It's been an amazing weekend, and uh, it's like non stop football will continue as we look forward to Champions League football next week. Or should I say this new week? Because I'm recording, I'm recording this on a Sunday, and plenty to talk about. Uh, from Italy, Spain, England, um, Germany, France. Uh, I, I want to start from France. Um, some of my guys um, brought my attention to the fact that um, this is like the third um, time PSG will be registering a 1-0 win. And guess who? Neymar has always come through for the um, French outfits, scoring that long goal in the um, in the in those games that have ended with just a one nil scoreline. And it's fair to say that whoever is writing the script, wow, person's really really good. And football can be very very uh, unpredictable every now and then. But the fact that um, three out of the last what six or seven games that they played has ended in a one nil scoreline. I think it's testament to the fact that maybe the, the French outfits are struggling to get goals. Of course, they're keeping the clean sheets, which is which is good news for them. But up front, what's going on? Uh, is it the fact that um, the, is it down to the injuries or down to the creative midfielders who are not supplying the guys up front? Or is it down to the tactics, basically? I mean, we should keep an eye on what is going on in France. Moving away from France... I have to talk of this. I need to talk of it. It's going to be a two-horse race in Italy, no doubt about that. Napoli might just be the outsiders, the outliers when it comes to the conversation about the Scudetto, who will win the Scudetto. But, I mean, it's just plain obvious that Juve, Inter Milan, those are the two front runners for the Scudetto this season. Inter Milan, even with a man down, still went on to defeat Sampdoria. It was expect- largely expected considering the fact that Sam's have not the Sampdoria alongside their player Cardinarella, they've not really had a fantastic season or fantastic start to the 2019-2020 season. Got their win again. They considered just the second goal. Yes, if, I'm, if my record is right, just the second goal of the season so far. That's major. Well, no surprise there, judging by the fact that it's a it's an Antonio Conte-led side. You expect that they are going to be solid in defense. They scored 13 goals, an average of two per game, and they've considered just twice in six games. That's major for them. If you put that into context, they've scored two more um, goals than Juventus and they've considered three less goals than Juventus. Surprisingly, Atalanta are in third place with um, 13 points, 15 goals and to place your bet when next weekend next weekend comes around and you're looking to back or back the goals Gigi Buffon broke the record um, while he was playing for Juventus in their two new win over Spal I mean before now or before the record was broken yesterday Paolo Maldini um, was the player, the only player who had represented his club over 900 times uh, or played 900 games over 900 games at club level for the same club and um well, Gigi Buffon came out to say he was certainly satisfying. He's proud to have achieved or, or reached the record. But even more so, because he did it at the age of 
almost 42 and he did it in pretty pretty good condition if you saw the game or saw the highlights of the game you really saw how awesome it was so now he has represented his club for um 903 games at club level more than any other italian that is really really major 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 key for um gigi buffon and of course we're wondering why he moved back to um juve from psg people like them would usually go to maybe australia Qatar, not mentioning the Chinese Super League and the Major League Soccer in the USA. Quickly backtracking to England, um, there's a whole lot to talk about. Manchester City almost blowing up a what? Um, almost um, opening up an eight point gap between themselves and, um, <laughs> and, and Liverpool. That would have been crazy. And would have just said, you know what, let's just start another season afresh because this season is as well as good as gone, a dead and gone. It's unbelievable that five points in between them Liverpool, the Reds, the Cup perfect season so far almost stumbled at sheffield united but um um georgina white now down came through for um for them but i'm not talking about the major guys now of course the big game tomorrow between manchester united and arsenal massive massive one i'd, I'd love to weigh in on the stats the possible options for una emery and um oligon Sosha, who incidentally has come out to say that um and there's no need to panic um, because everything is in order. I don't know what that means. I really, really do not know what that means. But of course, as, according to Oligon um, Social's word, he, I think he, he thinks that everything is in order. There's no need to panic. Of course, there are articles that have come out to say that despite the fact that Manchester United are going through a very tough phase right now, eliminating or sacking Oligon Social is not the solution to the problem which i'd like you to weigh in on what exactly is the problem then if it's not oligonus Sosha, i mean ditching oligonus Sosha will not stop the rot at manchester okay so what's the source of the rot and how can the source of the rot be tackled how can it be solved how can how can manchester united be great again uh you can send me a message on twitter at papi underscore the great let's start a conversation um let's talk about it so sticking with england um i have to it's been on my mind for a couple of days thought i would share is hurricane untouchable at spurs i mean it seems everything is happening around him which is good for ego which is good for his confidence um and all of that but his um it's the re- refusal of the club to sell the player hampering their progress are they uh, should i rephrase thinking the hurricane must be the goal machine is it stopping the progress of the likes of Son? Is it hampering the progress of the likes of Lucas Mora from really developing into players who the club can heavily rely on? I mean, Hurricane wasn't there in the Champions League. And then Lucas Mora appeared and turned things around for Spurs. But boom, immediately Hurricane returned from injury. Lucas Mora was sidelined to the bench. So is there is there a trend is there is there is there a pattern where they're depending solely so much so on hurricane that it's affecting the, the progress of sports you can leave me a comment twitter send me a message I'll be, I'll be happy to start a football conversation with you some odd weird news strange news i stumbled on that yes um so uh 
you know how the saying when you know these clubs these players and they say oh they win awards and they say oh i dedicate this award to this my family my friends if you're lucky enough you can be like that legendary player who dedicated um the award to his girlfriend <laughs> on live television while his wife was watching by the way so um they dedicate these things to everybody but somebody has taken a turn for the best or for the good it's a strange turn if you ask me um kaiser chiefs goalkeeper daniel ape um dedicated an award to himself why because he has no supporters um he was his he was at his best against baroka um yesterday that saturday night produced a string of amazing saves to justify his place in the selection and um, I think he came off um, as the match maybe most valuable player or something of course he was called in to replace um, the South African legend that's Itumile Kone who was forced to be substituted with a suspected groin injury uh, well did well did well enough and was voted the best player on the night upon receiving his match of the man of the match award <laughs> i guess he took it what's the word now he used the advantage or the advantage of the stage of the limelight of the spotlight to um respond to his critics in a way he said and i quote i want to dedicate this award to myself because that's the only true supporter i have i've been through well shit but there's only one person that keeps me standing um so went on and on and on to say that um i made up my mind that i'm going to come inside and let it be like nothing happened that's the that is the confidence i came into the field with i want to say to the players who fought through tooth and nail they deserve an award as well and to god well typical of a nigerian every nigerian footballer or coach to god be the glory well strange weird but then again considering his motives behind it whoa considering considering his motives behind it i think he was just a backlash or uh, an opportunity to lash out at the um fans who had been picking on him who had been talking bad on, about him especially from the african cup of nations um who had been singling him out for criticism and all of that that was a very strange one uh what is also strange is the fact that eden hazard has been picked on by zidane zidane um well not necessarily picked on but you know zidane mentioned the fact that eden hazard has to work uh, more get better improve himself he's yet to score a goal for real madrid by the way but we should also consider the fact that he has barely played 10 games for the los blancos so hey boys chill um the madrid derby turned out to be the derby without goals i think that's the first one in years that i that i know of turned out to be one without goals i had to switch off my tv set around the 65th minute or 70th minute because it was just turned into a joe felix versus sergio ramos diego costa was um but went MIA, Eden Hazard and Trippier were going back and forth. Uh, and um, to an extent, Tony Cruz was just busy sniping from outside the 18 yard um, <laughs> area. But then again, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona with the win. I think those three sides they look like the sides that will go all the way um, and all the way in the Spanish La Liga. And of course, only one team can win it. So we have to keep our fingers crossed. And find out at the end of the season which of these three sides will win the um spanish la liga for the title for the 1920 season well it's episode 21 i used 
two minutes extra on this podcast where i'm going to the third one right now so i'll just wrap things up thanks so much if you've been listening if you've listened if you as much listening to just one episode of this podcast i love 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 you no homo for the guys though thank you so much for the support for always sharing on twitter on whatsapp on all the other platforms that you share this podcast um don't forget to tell your friends that this is one of the best football podcasts you all you ever listen to not because i give you facts not because i give you insider juice and details but because it's just a random nigerian boy talking and going on and on and on and on about football don't forget to visit my um blog i'm not updated in i'm not updated i'm not updated it wow in quite a while but then again you still find some nice write-ups about football here then everywhere for the goal.com um do well to check it out of course do well to send me a message on twitter at papi underscore the great whatever you're going to be doing this fantastic week cheers to the new month ahead i almost forgot to say october is fast approaching whatever you will be doing in october i really hope it's profitable for you for now i'll catch you episode 32